Retro Color Scheme. The Escape Pod. I'm Tim Taco. I'm Jez Bot. And I'm Sean Enough. And this is The Escape Pods. Turnstile Records presents. Welcome. Welcome back to the Dimple Edition. Mm. Yeah, this is uh, Sean Enough's uh, studio. Edition. Edition, mm. yes. Yeah, back in this studio. And um, we're looking around trying to work out if there's been changes made. It's very clean. Mm. He's putting in a good effort to get the studio ready. Yep, I had a bit of help. Um, shout outs to Benny Cullen for that. Uh, but yeah, a bit of a working bee got it uh, all sorted out for the occasion. Mm. Mm. Um, you can you can hear the acoustics aren't quite as uh, crisp and as spot on. Yeah, we've got, some tall, no, we've got, got some tall ceilings, but no, it's called built-in reverb. That's mm. right. Yep, the cheapest the but cheapest I, kind of reverb, the the, to, the kind that you can't avoid. Mm, there's two um, sets of I guess art on the wall now. There's yep. You got your um, you got your canvases up on the wall. The tri-color palette, but it's just uh, it's just plain color. Is that uh, are you trying to mock real artists, or is that uh, is that deliberate? Yeah, it's a um, it's no, it's not actually. They're actually um, the base colors for the Tarjan releases. Oh right, yeah. There you go. Yeah, being your other other. Other, other things, yeah. yeah. And then on the left wall, well, my left, stage right, your <laughs> right. Uh, it's in front of me, pretty much. But yeah, um, you're, the, um, you've got the yeah, the wall, the wall. What the are they? Nano called? leaves. Shout outs to the nano leaves. They're a great product. Um, what are they? Like a tile light that they piece together and um, somehow communicate with each other to mm. make cool and funky. So there's all those you can, you light can add patterns. to it. You can it's it's endless. They yep, connect to modular. each other. And we can just move those uh, triangles around willy yep. nilly, willy nilly. Also, don't forget the uh, obligatory fake plant. Yep, it's short enough. Fake plant, yeah. the rainforest, mm, which I do like. I'm I'm right into the fake plant. I got I got done on Christmas uh, Christmas lunch. So they saw the, the in laws had an orchid, a beautiful orchid, and mm-hmm. they had me going for a good half an hour. I was like, oh, no, that's amazing. What, an, what a beautiful uh, specimen. And it's, uh, it's obviously in the right spot, Carol. Just going, it's fake. Mm, it's not real. Got you. <laughs> They're getting much better, aren't they, fake mm. plants? Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's not the first time that uh, that's happened. Yep. Dan and Cam, big time, uh, long time listeners and uh, participants of the skateboards, yep. uh, were in the my driveway arguing over what uh, species the flower was mm-hmm. and uh, why it shouldn't be growing there. And it turned out that that was fake. It's ficus maximus. Yeah. <laughs> Real plants better look out. That's, you know, fake plants might be like achieving some kind of singularity. Like mm. AI robots are going to eventually take over. Yeah, us. that's where fake they're truly doing it. Take over I've, I've said it before and I'll say it again. You know, 3,000 years in the future when they just find the only thing that's left of us is, is our fake plants. And they'll be saying, that's, geez, they yeah. really had a fascination with the fake plant uh, thing. The, the, year, the age yeah. of fake plants. Uh, you know, yeah, we, we, used to, yeah, we used what, to worship uh, cats. You know, that's all that's left of uh, Egyptian yeah, just history. Cats. Like, that's just, all I have. Really into cats. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, we should say today's episode is coming from, from the Windsor end of uh, Melbourne. And it is possibly one of the hottest days on record that we've had. This well, year? This, this year. year. Oh, yeah. Was, well, well, well this, this, this Christmas, mm. this summer, maybe not this year. But in, mm. in true podcast, uh, escape pod uh, uh, form, we are coming to the listeners. Forget about all these other Fugazi uh, podcasts you listen to, you know, <laughs> that have taken a break, have for, taken for hiatus Christmas. for Christmas. Oh, oh, you're that's getting right. no fresh content. But here, 
at Escape Pods. We will endure the heat. We will get into the Ubers just to bring you guys some fresh, lovely, (laughs) steaming (laughs) podcasts. Fresh content. Yeah. Steaming. Because we only, we, we only do this. Fresh content. We, we only do this for the pure joy of it. This is our holiday. We're up. All of us, the three of us, are on holidays today. Mm. And yet, we're at work, aren't we? Well, yeah. yeah. No, as entertaining <laughs> as it is, it is an outlet. It is. You've got to do it. But uh, we've just done the Christmas, the, the whole Christmas Day thing. Mm. Yeah. And um, Jesbot came over in the morning for. Um, Traditional, yeah, traditional unwrap. Croissants. Uh, Muffins this year. Muffins, yeah. Um, Egg and bacon muffins. Uh, Lovely. Timmy Taco special. But um, uh, Cass and Jez come around every year to watch the kids do the unwrapping. So we, uh, you know, like the the Santa sacks, as it was. So that uh, we feel as though... We're involved with Christmas. Yeah. Not having kids and all. You just kind of go, oh, let's get into true spirit. Uh, Watch the kids spirit. open. Yeah, that's right. Does it echo our um, upbringing, Christmases, that you remember? I think it's on par, like good food, good presents. I think the wrapping was down this year, which I was very impressed with. There was only one full uh, black garbage bag full of uh, wrapping paper mm-hmm. and a side uh, white bag. And apart from that, the plastic was way down this year. It's yeah. very impressive. That's a really good point. I bring this up every Christmas. Like, as much as I like, you know, a good wrapping job is is kind of aesthetically pleasing and it's cool. You know, it's cool enough. But I think taking, you know, like the resources that, that, that go into making wrapping paper, like a shiny bit of paper to wrap something else, which is all already like every product these days is exorbitantly wrapped in its own yeah. piece yeah. of packaging. Yeah. And overrepresented, you yeah. know, every package overrepresents itself. Overrepresents cucumbers, plastic, like yeah. cucumbers, for example. They yeah. are they're wrapped. Yeah, yeah what's yeah. up with that? Oh, like that? giant bags of chips that have very little in them, or or you know, like any of your fancy products that come in a big fancy box to make yeah. it look really flash, mm. you know. But uh, when but, you yeah. were, when you were growing up and you did your Santa unveil Christmas gifts in the morning. Um, were you uh, were they wrapped or were they just sacked or just laid out or were you just oh, a bit like... of both actually right combination bit of bit of rummaging through yeah, the sack but always a lot of... of there's always you know everywhere that we, at Christmas time there's always a lot of this paper and it's just it's just like we just create this senseless rubbish mm. for like mm. for what reason to hide like to disguise the identity of a gift momentarily <laughs> you know it's the most single use application for anything like and it's well, I, th- know, I think it's it was true. more like we we use the uh, the wrapping paper to, to disguise our uh, love for people or our hatred for people you mm-hmm. know the bigger the present the more you probably hate them do you re- <laughs> hate them <laughs> I don't know but I, uh, I, uh, Jez bought um uh, lovely present for me. Thank you very much. No worries. A mower. Oh, that's a good present. Yeah. Mm. That's a bloody good present. Well, I'll tell you the story. Uh, this mower that I I, uh, I didn't buy for Tim, if we're just going to be completely honest, because it is the end of the year <laughs> and we are just about to, you know, give all our um, New Year's resolutions. Uh, I don't want to start lying less. Uh, so <laughs> with that in mind, I would like to say, Tim, I didn't buy you that lawnmower. You actually did. After, okay. <laughs> after Trevor mm. stole my lawnmower that I had lent you that time. Yeah. Well, it wasn't actually Trevor. It was Trevor's mate. And Trevor came around drunk one night and uh, confessed. You know, he's like, oh, man, I, just, I know you took the mower. I'm like, what? 
what the fuck? Because the mower just went missing from the driveway. And uh, I'd borrowed it off Jeremy. And I must have left the gate open or something like that. But some scumbags come in. Taking the bloody mower. And here's Trevor coming around to my house telling me who it was. So I went to the cops. They didn't really do anything about it, did Not they? Not really. And no. uh, we never got uh, we never got the mower. Didn't get the mower back, but you did buy rebuy me a mower. So I bought you a mower. Thank yeah. you. And it was Repl- a good mower. I replaced it. <laughs> it was a good mower. But then I was just driving or walking the dogs and walked past a lady that was just obviously throwing out her maybe daughter's or son-in-law's stuff. Got a whole <laughs> pair of rollerblades, uh, some good cooking gear, and a brand new, never been used mower. Right. And that one's way better than the one you gave me. What so, I, so I gave you the shit mower, essentially. Okay. okay. But did you just right. swoop in on like some domestic <laughs> a domestic dispute like really quickly? Like, I did. I think I did. <laughs> She's just like making a point in an argument. And Look at this like, massive steel, this steel bowl. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is a great opportunity. Went right through <laughs> it. I think it was a fresh packet of coat hangers, which yep. are always going missing. I don't know where the coat hangers go. Yeah, I never seem to have enough coat hangers for all my clothes. No matter how many coat hangers you buy. Yeah, when I've got my maximum amount of coat hangers in, I've still got maybe a load or two in circulation, drying, washing, or other. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. They're not, they're not the sort of thing that you buy in preparation. You know, mm. you never have everything on your clothes. Every, every, every item of clothing is hung mm. appropriately. And you don't think to yourself as you go into the supermarket, what do I need? I need bread. I need milk. I need uh, coat hangers. I better get a temporary coat hangers just in case I get some nice new clothes. Yeah, in. that's true. Well, just on that and the whole um, just buying stuff for yourself, how do you, like coat hangers, that's what you need, but you never get them. How do you guys feel Are you about you saying that that's a good gift, coat hangers? <laughs> yeah. The things that it's you up should there, get, but you never buy It's up there with yourself. hankies. Um, well, well I, I want good coat hangers and I want a, a combination between a wire ha- coat hanger and a plastic coat hanger. So oh, the right. wire coat hanger has the strength and uh, longevity, but your plastic coat hangers, you'll find if you've got a heavy coat on it, I mean, if you take it out of the cupboard with much gusto, it snaps, it snaps the head off. So yeah. let's put a bit of wire in the plastic coat hanger so I can hang up my, my good coats because a wire coat hanger will not hang up a good pea coat, mm, a no. winter pea coat, will it? So I would say, oh, this is what I was trying to get at. So where do you stand <laughs> on re-gifting or... Uh, getting a present that you don't want, that you didn't want to begin with, it wasn't on your list, you got nowhere for it, uh, you got it now, uh, am I allowed to return it or re-gift it to Tim next year or something? Um, I would say no, you got to store it with all the rest of your shit in the roof. <laughs> yeah, I'll say ethically. Yes. Yeah, you probably should be able to just do something responsible with it, but I probably wouldn't. Mm. I'd just cop it. Cop it and just, just think, you know it. what? Like, I don't like this now, but like, well, I'm running. I'm running. Change, you know what I mean? Like, in two or three years' time, I could be, you, you could know, be desperately it. in need for some kind of entertainment or some kind mm. of element of change, and this thing that I've never considered to be relevant could all of a sudden be my new favorite thing, you know? Or you watch a reality show and they do it like, I'll give you forty five thousand dollars for that, and you've got one. Yeah, like, and you like, care not for it. I'll sell it. Exactly. Mm. If you're lucky yeah, enough, you know, to have a cupboard to put some shit, put we're, some shit in it. We're living in a world in this scenario where you're getting so many gifts that you feel it necessary to oh. uh, give them away, I guess. 
But mm. I've, I'm running a new policy in my house. It's the uh, Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome policy where uh, two men enter, one man leaves. Mm-hmm. But it's uh, one man enters, two men got to leave my house. So yeah. if, I, if I get a new coffee cup, two cups have got to go. You know, that's, right? that's not a sustainable model. <laughs> no, it isn't. <laughs> not like, you know, not over a long period. Oh, of time. shit, I just, went, I just went shopping and I got uh, cereal, so now I've got to throw away two items of food. <laughs> yeah, well, I was, I was, I'm trying to work through the bottom drawer of, of the pantry. I steak. Because <laughs> I just bought some steak. I need some steak to throw out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's so right. You've got to buy three times the amount of steak. Then you've got to throw away six times the amount of steak. Oh, well, you know. It's like, what do you do? What do you do? This is too much stuff. I'm trying to work through that bottom drawer, the pantry drawer, where you've got your cream corns, you've got your baked beans, you've got your tunas, and it's all mm. good food if you... Well, good food. If it's the apocalypse. Yeah. So yeah. I want to work through Which it. Which could happen. You've mm-hmm. got a zombie... Mm-hmm. I've been watching some doomsday preppers. It's uh, whew, they're full on over there. Some people are spending, you know, millions of dollars, even billions of dollars, for really high tech bunkers for you mm-hmm. know when or if the day comes, well, they need to like retreat there. Your bunker, Bill. I can get it behind, but the lady who's uh, literally stapling in uh, soup packets into the indentation of a door, uh, like just a normal bedroom door, and then she's put another ply board over the top of the. Of the hole, so she's got like fifty-seven packets of noodle soup stapled to the to the door, and then covered over, boxed in. I mean, that's, that's a level of uh, prep, prepping that's insane. But a bunker, I mean, I'm I'm down with a bunker. It's like when you build a, a really cool cubby, and you're like, once you've built it, it's like, well, I want to build more, and you'd say, I'll build a, uh, a, a tower on it. Mm-hmm. So they just keep going and going and going. Hoping that one day it does apocalypse because then yeah. they could... Uh, this this lady had seven ton of stashed food in her house. So under every bed, uh, every, she had you know, rows and rows of cans and then Mentos <laughs> in between the cans and then candies and like... So she's got four of those beds. Wow. And she, it's sealed up. Mattress on top. It's crazy. Make the bed. Jeez. You know. It's a lot. <laughs> Is it, do you think it... You know, if the shit really hit the fan where something like that was required, do you think it would really make a difference? I mean, it's different in America because they're sort of bunkered down with, like, assault rifles and shit. Yeah, yeah. you've got to have the guns, I You know, have to have the guns. Yeah, that's right. Because it would make a difference. As soon as I find out that you've got, like, a water tank at your house or you've got cans of cream corn... Shoot you in the head. I'm coming for it. Yeah. Uh, It's no good. Bunker's the only way. Mm. Bunker's... You know, I watched a documentary recently... And there's a whole community of bunkers. Uh, Cooper Petey. Yeah, well, it looks like that sort of. But, you know, there was just heaps and heaps of these. They were exactly the same. And that was designed to uh, be able to survive. Underground? Uh, they were like little lumps. Like oh, right. Little lumps with doors to go sort of in an underground location. But they used them as holiday houses and went there. and. Yeah, well, you'd want to um, you do the... Um... You make them, and then to make money out of them, you do the apocalypse experience. So your Airbnb, oh, yeah. an experience, right? Yeah. So today it's a zombie apocalypse, apocalypse, everybody. So you know, get your cream corn out and yeah. have your two-minute noodles. I'm going to be spewing if there's only cream corn because I know how much you love cream, it. Cream porn? Cream porn. <laughs> cream <laughs> yeah, porn. yeah. That's the only videotape left. <laughs> <laughs> the last of the apocalypse. But... Uh, I, would, I would hope if there's going to be only one sort of can, it's, it's got to be beans. Oh, one can left. One can's left. Uh, I don't want the cream corn. I don't want the, what's that other stuff you, you love to have? Um, oh, rice cream. Rat, what about bratwurst? Rice cream? Or, not bratwurst. No, it's uh, smoked oysters. 
I love those. Yeah, well. From, you can from, get anything in a can. You pretty much can, 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 can you? Yeah, you can, What's that can. thing you always put on uh, hot dogs, though? Uh, um, potato crisps. I oh, know. <laughs> <laughs> um, sauerkraut. 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 Oh, yeah. So I'm German delicatesse. I'll be mm. doomed in the apocalypse if that's all that's left. If that's all that's left, I'll be happy. Yeah, well, you get used to it. And die a happy man. You do. Yeah, get I don't know. Uh, I think, yeah, all the all, being as prepared as you want to be, or you think you're going to be hard when it comes down to it, you're not going to be hard. Or you're yeah. going to be harder than you expected. Don't that's get down right. on yourself. You don't know. Mm. You know, mm. everyone has a different reaction to these certain things. Are you saying that everyone's got a Rick Grimes in them? I'm saying that you never know. You never know. Like it's, it's likely that a lot of people are going to come off a lot harder than mm. they think so. Mm. But then there's the unlikely heroes. There's, yeah. there's going to be the unlikely heroes to mm. themselves. Yeah. Um, then there's going to be the nerdy guy, the fat guy, the guy that dies first. That's all the same guy. <laughs> there's people that didn't know that, you know, like where they, they had, you know, innate sensibility and intuition mm. and common sense. And... Um, yeah, you know, pe- and 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 a, a willingness for bravery that they didn't realise they had beforehand, mm. and and the need and willingness to survive at whatever cost. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's right. If you get past the first or third wave of, uh, you get past the disease or the virus stage, and yeah. you, you know how to sort of handle the and zombies, the cannibalism. and then you get past the cannibalism, yeah. and you're down the track, and all the sauerkraut and beans are gone. Yeah. Uh, then you need to know horticulture. Yep. Uh, beekeeping. You need to know. <laughs> and actually, yeah. it's all the bees will probably manage themselves pretty good. They'll manage uh, themselves. They've got to be oh, keep. For honey. For honey. For honey. Yeah, for yeah. honey. Yeah. Yeah. The bees must be ruled over. I so. did think that though. Like, do you ever think about these things like what, what you would do? And all, I thought, all, all, day, the time. all day, every day. Yeah, so. Uh, I would think constantly. about locating beehives you know yeah, yeah you? that's one that's yeah that's a, that's a tick um <laughs> yeah. you're definitely going to locate the bees oh, yeah, locate the bees yeah. locate they say the if all the bees die we die yeah. so f- first one protect the bees protect the bees i mean this is a i don't know like it's good karma well protect the bees especially on hot days like today you need to put a bowl of water out for all the people who are going to be suffering from the heat you've got your elderly you've yeah. got your uh, kids You've got yep. your uh, shut-ins, dogs, pets, and uh, bees, wildlife. Uh, so yep. put a bowl and out the birds for them as well. Birds need a need a chop out every they once do. in a while. They do. I put a. Mm. I speaking of this. I put a bowl of water out this morning. Mm-hmm. That's good to do. Wildlife need a drink when they it gets do. really hot because we take all the water sources and funnel them into drains and then pump it out to the sea. And more, more head to over to uh, Sean's house. Uh, there's a there's a hot bowl of water out in the barbecue. <laughs> yeah, he well, sometimes puts a bit of bread out for us and he puts a bit of water out. Let's oh, go down there. Right. If you really right. want to do something nice for the bees, uh, in the bowl of water, just a sprinkle of some sugar. Oh, they do sugar. like that. They like don't they? Sugar. Yeah. Now, I, Draws a, them in, then they drown. Yeah, pretty right? much. I, I practice what I preach, though. In my garden, I have a little uh, pond in the, you know, buried in the soil. Got some reeded plants coming out of there. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, that's uh, nice. The bees just flock to Do it. Do you ever get chirping sounds coming I get, from there? I'm hoping to like froggish. I or want some frogs. Frickish. I need some frogs. Mm. Yeah, apparently they're good uh, evidence of a of a healthy environment, a healthy an, ecosystem, an indicator species. Do you think the dogs would eat species. the frogs? The dogs will eat the frogs. Do you think? The, yeah. They would, wouldn't they? Toy with them for a while, yeah. Okay. So they can't, no would. frogs. Mm. But uh, I, I often think of the apocalypse. Often. Mm. Yep. Or like where I'd be, where I'd go. And um, 
All you've got to do is find one of those factories that has like a warehouse outlet for all the other factories and then just it's a massive area. Yep. Cage it off. That's right. Go to Costco. That's be Go to Costco, uh, PDF, there on Wellington Road. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> big they, shout out to PDF. All the catering gear you can get. You can get a 40 kilogram log of Strasbourg if you want. It's a, it's a catering. <laughs> that's a, that's a good like, idea. Yeah. These are the sort of places that are, that are going to require um, offense to, to negotiate that. that. You won't be the first person to think of. No. Um, well, this is why maybe I've, I've abandoned Bunnings. Distribution warehouse, yeah. maybe not. You know, somewhere that's not like in the public view. You probably have a better better. I did buy a, buy a pool filter to mm-hmm. replace my pool filter, and I've got it on eBay and whatever. Went out to pick it up, and it was out the other on down out west, and uh, the warehouse. It's just like I was standing around. There was um, like tons of the weirdest shit there. Mm. So stuff that you would not want want kind of thing um like a segway like a um like a pallet which was four tall boxes high mm. and about you know 10 10 deep per pallet of boxes I mean, one was ripped open and it was um it was like space cap dvds <laughs> So <laughs> I thought he was going to say there's a space cup DVD with every purchase, but it was one of those one of those places where you would I was thinking you'd want to hit that because that would See what then, you've, got. then you've got stuff you got generators and buddy um, oh, generators are all right and, I guess um, space cup DVDs generators solar stuff I I think yeah generators mm. make noise you know mm. you do want you do want to power things but I mean in the in the event of apocalypse like things like pool filters it'll seem quite funny. Mm. Yeah, true. Really, remember, those remember pool filters? Yeah, yeah, I remember pool filters. <laughs> I think you want to position yourself in a country with, with not that many people because you've got to assume you could, that... But travel, travel's going to be quite difficult. Yeah. Yeah, Well, I think, yeah, stay away from the city. I think in, in Melbourne, there's only 4 million people. Let's assume that this virus takes out a third of the population. So now we're only down to a million people spread over such a vast vast country that we have this big brown land of ours uh, there's <laughs> so enough there's enough factories like you're saying yeah. if you didn't know about that factory there'd be enough in every area i reckon yeah you'd like to hope so hmm. oh people will end up eating each other either way yeah but you know like everyone's <laughs> always thought that there's the end is nigh you know there's always hmm. been someone saying that that hmm. the apocalypse is coming like it's like it's it's an it's a it's such a a fortunate thing to be alive. The, the odds of being sentient and, mm-hmm. you know, knowledgeable and conscious and being alive are so unlikely that we're so gifted that we take it so much for granted that we know it and we expect it all to end at any, at any point. Yeah, because yeah. it's, like it's so good. Yeah. It's, uh, it's got it's to end it. It's, yeah. like, it's like waking up from a dream. It's like this, when I'm this flying, I just I know when I'm flying in those dreams, it's like, ah, this is a fucking dream. Yeah. This yep. is going to end any second. But well, you, you've, you're aware of that, are you? I'm aware of it. Okay. And then you're like, this is too, too good to be true. Right. It's kind of how, how I feel about uh, prawns. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, like everyone's got prawns at their Christmas dinner. How are we going to sustain that's this? Cultural, yeah. and that's cultural. It's unsustainable. True, yeah. It is unsustainable. So many. I was like eating a back and just going, enjoy them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my brother-in-law said, 
calm down. This is after I went through the rubbish, uh, you know, the packaging and the wrapping, just yeah. as this podcast. So, just calm down. Yeah. So That's is prawn, right. are prawns chicken of the sea? Well, they do say that. Mm. And they also say squid. I think squid's the chicken of the sea. You reckon? Yeah. Oh, but squid's uh, very intelligent. Yeah, but so chickens don't underrate, much... the, don't underrate the intelligence of a chicken. I was, you just, saying... I was just comparing flavor platforms. Ah, and um, a, an amount of eaten. Yeah, because uh, what's the, yeah. I, they said that they this would, if uh, if they dig up the bones from this era, they will say uh, it's the year, it's the age of the chicken because uh, worldwide they're just going to find a, a layer of chicken bones throughout is throughout the chicken, is the yep. chicken layer above or below the plastic plants <laughs> yeah, yeah it sort of <laughs> happens at the same time okay. right this is the chicken plastic <laughs> but plant but that's, that's what they're era. saying at any given stage on earth there's 19 billion chickens either in in the fridge being raised laying eggs i mean i've eaten three chickens this year Oh, this this week. This week. This week. Just um, so yeah. What are they going to say when they find all those bones? Like they're going to say, "Well, well, that maybe they're the idolized chickens. Maybe they um, ate them. Ate them. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> they, maybe they had them as yeah. pets, yeah. or maybe they ruled, and the chickens were the rulers. They were the intelligent ones. Well, you never know. They could say that. They could say that because obviously, you know, such a defenseless species for it to exist so prominently. Um, on the face of the earth, it's clearly been farmed. Uh, it, there's so many mm. apex predators that would want to eat such a delicious creature. That's right. That's right. And, and just on that, like, maybe it's the, the prawn of the land. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what was, I bet you it was the dodo. I bet you the dodo was a better tasting version of a chicken. Oh, right. And that's okay. why they were just because they were docile, apparently stupid. Uh, yeah, well, and, the, and then delicious, hey, easy to get, easy to get. A um, you know, a a a carnivorist would could argue otherwise. Could say that it was the lack of flavour that killed the dodo. That if it had a better flavour profile, mm. that we would survive for longer. Then would people would, would have kept farming so they could have ah, eaten it, natural, like the chicken, like like a uh, a mango, <laughs> or a, or a, or an orange. That's exactly. that's the natural selection. All, all we make it we make exist. it tasty so that we will keep using well, it. So are you saying that oranges aren't tasty? Oranges developed that nice taste so that people people or animals would eat the seed and then take the sow the Germany, seed. Yeah. And then we eat the seed. And yeah. then after that, nature, nature sows the, the seed. seed. Yeah. We eat the seed and then Yeah. Uh okay. I get it. I get it. Um, well, it's, so. it's, it's the same. It's the same as a, a nice showy flower. They call it like a a passion fruit flower. Yeah, it's amazing. It's one of the most beautiful, uh, obscure f- flowers of all time. And that's to attract the wildlife. They see it. They go, "I've got to check that out." And that's right. And that's exactly what I was talking about when I said that the end of the world is. We've always thought it's coming. The end of the night and the whatever. Mm-hmm. But. Um, you know, that doesn't detract from the fact that 
like it really seems like it is now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it really yeah. could be like there's yeah. a lot of environmental factors and we've already covered them, you know, eating eating meat is a big one. Mm. And you know, so how many meats did you have at your Christmas dinner? Sorry, to had, you off. there was a there was a, a selection. How many? Like four different types. It would have four been different all, types of meat. There was pork, there was beef, there was chicken, there yeah. was seafood. Yeah. And maybe lamb. And then, maybe lamb. You know, yeah. And celebrate the style of the crisping of the pork skin. Skin. Yeah. It's, it's, you know? yeah. yeah. And pigs are as close to humans as uh, chimpanzees. And like, we're, ah, oh, this guy's deliciously close. <laughs> the best meats in the rump. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's true. It's, 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 it's pretty. Uh, Do you guys often feel like this, this time of year, this limbo time between uh, Boxing Day and New Year's? Uh, do you often think, uh, um, start thinking about Christmas like we are reflecting on Christmas? And then you kind of start feeling like, well, I know it's this time. First world guild. No, it's kind of like when you go to the zoo. When you're walking out of the zoo, going to the zoo to see all the animals is a great idea. And then you get there and then it breaks your heart. And then you walk out going, why did we do this? Let's never go back to the zoo. But then next year, Christmas rolls around again. And we're at the zoo again. Yeah. And we wrap all the presents. We see the monkeys. We do all that nonsense. And then we throw all the shit away. We return all our goods that we didn't want in the first place. I'm up in the crawl space putting fucking shit away that I'm never going to use again. And the zoo's no good. The zoo's, you feel like shit. Mm. Mm. Yep. Mm. That's yeah, true. And there was an observation I made this year, which you couldn't really avoid. Um, instead of the traditional method of like, Let's give our little Bobby a, a brand new shiny car for Christmas. You know, you get one who's, present. Who's? Well, you know, well, just a, oh. yeah. Um, so the kids, instead of getting the kids, like the aunties and the uncles getting kids one present, it's now turned into this care package kind oh, of yeah, steez. Yeah. Yep. So you get a bag and it's got, you know, a puzzle and a this and a that and a bunch of cheap shit, yeah. like basically fillers. Yeah. So they go, they go from... Um, like not really getting one spectacular toy. Yeah, because that's what we'd do. We'd band together at Christmas and say we want either the uh, Castle Grayskull or the new Atari or whatever. Mm. And we'd say, don't get us anything else, but just get us that one good thing. Yeah, that's right. So um, it's it's turned into care packages. So I reckon the kids got about three or four hamper style stuff with like 50 presents in it. Do you yep. know what I mean? Mm. Uh, which is great. But um, it's it's just changed so much from mm. when we were from when we were younger you know yeah yeah the one present deal well, yeah. the con- consumerism's changed a lot shit's a lot cheaper chinese manufacturers have made that a lot different and if you i don't know if you've noticed but toys are a whole heap shitter now mm. you, i remember being a kid and just thinking like imagine what toys are going to be like in like the year 2000 oh yeah, yeah. fully you know, <laughs> the- oh just to back that point up the toys that we were getting back in the day I've mentioned it a thousand times during Christmas the uh, Inspector Gadget toy mm-hmm. that was a $16 you know action figure is now worth $170 and it's rare as hen's teeth chickens yeah teeth. Like- okay so this is my strategy as um, you know a hoarder <laughs> as a hoarder <laughs> So if I'm going to buy stuff for the kids that I know is going to be in there, I'm looking from a collector's perspective later you, down the track. You actually did really well with the, the, as I said, it was a lack of wrapping, but you also got really good presents. Like there was a Playmobil set, uh, a, like big a big pirate, pirate, pirate ship. ship that's going to last 
for 10 years. And then I'll be able to sell it for a thousand bucks. Yeah. So and that's you got Audrey the, that's a nice, nice camera, underwater camera. Oh, oh, yeah. Sick, man. Uh, discounted to from 100 to $50 at JCar. Big shout out to JCar <laughs> for That's all your Christmas place. shopping needs. Great place. Uh, sorry, Tim, to cut you off, but to you all your you, OEM cable electronic needs. Mm. You, no, were saying, you were saying that it's, uh, it has changed. It uh, has changed, but it's, uh, there's, there's, it's, it's bulk. There's, there's a lot of consumption going on, right? even though you say yep. the, the wrapping paper isn't that adds to that much. You, when you put the presents together, it's, Absolutely, it does. Absolutely, and you does. went. You went to Even two just other. Just like the water alone. You think about the amount of drinking water that, like, went into thinking about like growing the trees to this, yeah, being or even the trees, but yeah, no, just the printing. Yeah, but you got to print yeah, on paper. Yeah, and you got to, those trees need irrigation. That's right, which need... is even more. Like, it's ridiculous. Like yeah, it's the, the things. Like, if people knew about this in the future, after the collapse of our civil, after the inevitable collapse of our civilization, which we can't wait for, and um, they would say, "I told you so." Well, they would. They would think these guys are crazy. Well, it's like the vomitoriums in uh, Roman society. Yeah, they but were, it's was... even crazier than that. Well, yeah, it's. The whole pretty, system's a vomitorium. vomitorium. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's pretty uh, vomited. I feel sick after seeing all the, the shit. And your kids handle it really well. They're, not, they're very thankful for their presence. Uh, you've taught them very well. They're, and they do keep things because they've seen Dad. He's got all his toys from when he was a <laughs> yeah, kid. He so keeps things. <laughs> you, said, you said to Mason, here's all these new uh, Star Wars figures. It was a bunch of Star Wars figures. And he goes, how about you... Uh, Chuck them up in daddy's crawl space, you know. Yeah. <laughs> these are not for opening or playing with. Enjoy uh, these son. in 20 years, <laughs> yeah, son. But um, I would imagine uh, if you haven't ingrained your kids with this be polite, thanks, hugs, kisses, uh, Christmas Day must could, could be oh, like a yeah. powder keg of um, uh, tor- uh, tor- uh, tantrums. Yeah, but what those trying the parents to say? that have tant- those kids... Probably don't this, really care. When did this give a give a gift system start? Like, are we talking like when Coke invented Santa, or are we talking about? Uh, well, I don't like, remember really getting they presents say that. from my aunties and uncles. I was talking about Coke inventing Santa, and I've always been down with that. You know, almost a conspiracy. Mm-hmm. Um, have you heard that? You know that, that yeah. Santa never looked like that. Is no, they just they just marketing campaign. Well, guess what? I was watching um, a, a weird little documentary of, you know. I guess a marginally credible source, but not really. Mm. Info, um, info was. <laughs> yeah, oh, pretty much. Third face of moon. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. It was actually a, a Terence McKenna documentary. Okay, it was yeah. pretty much like a psychonaut. Yeah. You know. Terry. Yeah, psychonaut. <laughs> Tell Terry. Oh, hello, Terry. Hello, Terry. Um, but, but, you know, it was actually, it was quite interesting how uh, talking about uh, Santa Claus being... Uh, Related to the Amanita muscuria mushroom, you know the that that old mushroom uh, that's got the red, you know the classic. Oh yeah, classic, yeah the red, red, white dots. Uh, red Smurf, you Smurf, you Smurf, yeah. Smurf village. Yeah. And, and he always talks about uh, with the mushrooms, uh, there being uh, and and DMT experiences, mm. there being the, the these cosmic elves, <laughs> which you know sounds absolutely bizarre mm. to me, but um, that's what he talks about a lot. And that's relative because obviously, you know, oh, so elves. Elves have come from somewhere and it's when you um, launch yourself into the spirit realm with, through DMT. Oh, yeah. He's always so, talking so about So the creation of, creation of Santa 
um, giving the gifts. Is that relating to well, this? The gifts, uh, the gifts of the, the gifts of the were you know to the children. Apparently, you know. Um, the, I give you this gift, this DMT. Yeah, the North, yeah, the, the, you're the right, North Pole was relative to the axis of this Amanita. Yeah, you're right, because space-time has no uh, relevance when you're talking about Santa and his elves. Well, he does some pretty you know what I mean? extra, extra spiritual... He's all over the shop, man. Those these, elves are making uh, Xbox 360 and somehow. elves are underground <laughs> elves, apparently. Where does the trademark... Uh, gifts. Where does the trademark go when uh, the elves in the North Pole are making an Xbox? I don't know. Mm. You, you can... How does that all work? Yeah. I know. And also work? he said something about the reindeer <laughs> because the reindeer is apparently are really keen on the Amanita muscuria mushroom. Apparently they're so keen that if you eat them and have it, you know, an Amanita muscuri experience, which so much I've heard isn't so it isn't too intense apparently, but it's been used it's by a lot many. Of, it's a lot of vomiting. Yeah, it's been used by many cultures and um I don't wouldn't recommend it. I think well, it makes it Tend to be quite sick, yeah. I think I might have heard something but, about this, but are you going to say the reindeer thing? The reindeer thing, yeah. They, <laughs> they, they're so keen on it that if you like, because with with mushrooms, if you eat it, yeah. it's still active in your urine. <laughs> so apparently, they're so keen on it that if you go, if after you've eaten it, go have a, a whiz in the snow outside the the reindeers. It's so keen they'll run over it and will knock you over to eat the. The urine snow, really, and, and and it's also it's a it's a it's a, a, flip, it's a flipsies. So you the 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 deer are, are so addicted to it, and they they eat all the mushrooms or whatever, and then you drink their piss. Yeah, that's how if they you do can it. Get they it. drink each other's piss. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and they they're still weird. they're still keen on on human piss. Tobacco. Yeah. Tobacco. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, there's yeah. the there's the red and the white. And there's the reindeers and the elves and the uh, okay. So they're all affiliated. Whatever. They're all affiliated with the this the, idea that this Christmas idea. came from because they can't, apparently they sprout somewhere at the same time of year and whatever, whatever, whatever. That, that somehow it came from that kind of thing. And you know, it's only something I've heard recently, but I just thought it's a good theory. It's like another it. theory as in in conjunction with the the Coca Cola theory. With the Coca Cola theory, it's in yeah. theory. Or yeah. Uh, theory. Yeah. <laughs> In theory, um, but did they were they giving gifts a uh, hundred years ago on um, Christmas Day? Like, what what was the deal? Yeah, I think. Like, when do we start doing the like the tradition that we'd all say to each other? Oh, let's fake it. Well, oh, I let's, reckon. Let's, let's, let's go throwing it, it out there. Oh, yeah, just throwing it out there. But I reckon before backyard chemists and labs existed, like things that sprouted out the ground that you know changed <laughs> your mentality, would have been like a welcome occasion. Mm. So yeah. a ceremonial once. Yeah, a year. that's yeah, what I was going right. to say. Ceremonial, it's, uh, absolutely. Everything out of. Uh, I love ancient civilizations and all that sort of stuff, and and how they um, had you know a different approach to consciousness. Well, it's like uh, everything that Catholicism has is a pagan uh, ripoff. Yeah, it's a remake. So yep. you're like <laughs> you know when, you, when you're going to these um, times of the year on the calendar, that's you know Christmas is probably not. On the twenty fifth of December, it was probably a, um, a st- something that was something happening else. in the skies or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And you would probably bring gifts. You'd bring yep. sacrifices. You'd bring your fruits. All your you're thankful for the village uh, virgin. So that, that's probably where the gift giving comes right. into it. Yeah, I would mm-hmm. say mm-hmm. I wasn't there. I, uh, but that's what oh, I think. and then and then the religious foundations commandeer the mm. the themes. I was thinking go, about it. That's. It is. It's, it, there's something like innate about it, though. The gift giving thing, like mm. it can be like even more primal than that. It can be like because, like animals do it. 
you know, find shiny things. Like you, there's, there's people sure. that have relationships with crows and they there's, just bring them like shiny objects. Well, yeah, they there's find that, that bird that only likes... Yeah. It's bringing home the possums. B- the bird yeah. that likes only blue stuff. It surrounds its... Uh, I think it's in New Guinea and he surrounds <laughs> right. his nest only with things that are blue. So you, you find heaps of blue plastic. Now the plastic's fucking everywhere. Yeah. yeah. He's probably stoked though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, wrapped. It's, so it's never all, been a better time. See? There's, never been. <laughs> there's always a positive. This is what we've always got to remember. No matter how dark it can get. Yeah. Um, we've just proven that that possible bird that I might have seen a David Attenborough show about one one yeah. time likes blue stuff. Plastics yeah. blue. It is a mass extinction event, and it's likely that everything will die. Nearly everything will die, but you know, inevitably, life will find a way. We just mightn't. You know. Yeah. There's, yeah. Yeah, yeah the something, world, something will. The Earth's going to be around. Maybe not us, but the, the Earth will be. Hey, like it took millions of years for something to figure out that it could eat trees before fungi ate trees. You know, before mm. that, trees just built up like plastic, and there was just piles of fucking wood matter. Everywhere. Well, that's why we've got coal. That's right. And so, you know, what's to say that something's not going to figure out how to eat plastic? Well, one true. Day, one yeah. Day. Well, that's very true. Very true. Sean enough. Sean enough says stuff. He says stuff, and when he does, it's deep. Let's just have a quick break there. Oh, yeah, we'll be back in a minute. Ooh. Ah. Ladies, do you know the benefits of having real facial hair? Hi, I'm Rudolph Bernstein, owner and CEO of the Melting Faces Cosmetic Laboratories. What? Women's facial hair? How? Why? Well, we summon the gods from Celtic Viking and ancient Egyptian practices. Why? Be noticed in the boardroom. Be first in line for movie tickets. Forget using the ladies. You can now feel free to defecate or urinate on any vertical surface just like your male counterpart. So be empowered with your thick, natural women's facial hair every time. 333 Ingrown Avenue, Kentucky. Um, Vanessa was uh, doing a bit of Christmas shopping this year. And um, she's gone to whatever whatever shop it was. Like, let's just say, uh, uh, flippish dude. Baby bunting. Baby, she's at baby buntings. And so she gets to the car park and one of those people that have, you know. That can, sorry, can we pretend she's at Harris Scarf? <laughs> yeah, so fine, Harris Scarf. <laughs> so she's at Harris Scarf, right? And um, so she's driving into the, uh, the car park there and... Somebody, she spots a uh, spot in the shade. Like, oh, perfect spot, perfect spot. So as she's heading towards it, somebody cuts her off and goes into the spot. It's like, what the fuck? It was right in front of the actual store itself, right in front of Harris. And um, so she's lost that spot, went parked somewhere else, no worries. Went and bought uh, a bit of haberdashery. (laughs) Um, What else do they sell there? Scarves. Just that. And <laughs> scarves. Harris's. <laughs> scarves and haberdashery. <laughs> um, strange items, but reasonably priced sometimes. It's a, it's a weird model. Like, they, they overprice everything and then... Heavily discount it? And then heavily discount everything. So, oh, it's right. like... Okay, so, yeah, everything yeah. you go in, you're like, I'm saving 50%. <laughs> I say it's a good strategy. Yeah. Everything, uh, though. It's a strategy. So, she does her shopping. She comes out, um, heads back to the car and looks over and there's a bit of kerfuffle going on um, right. to, a, her, to a, her left. A brouhaha. A brouhaha. Shenanigans. And, uh, Sean enough, an old lady driving a... Um, Range Rover, um, I would say um, inexperienced. Maybe maybe borrowed the um, son-in-law's mm-hmm. Range Rover just to duck up to the shops. 
Okay. And um, she's gone plowing into the car that was parked in the spot that Vanessa was going to park in. All oh, right. Annihilating the car. Annihilating it. Do you think that she had a been maybe an extra on that show, um, friended by God? Oh, okay. Oh, oh, oh no, you... I thought you were going to say you've been ganked, and they'll come out. Are you? Oh, you've been ganked. Yeah, you know, you're like... friended by God because I was just watching Touched by an Angel. Well, <laughs> yesterday, yeah. I mean, I couldn't uh, bring no, myself a, to watch it, but it just set. seems like that. Like maybe just there was like she was going to park there, but there was a you know a guy in a mm. polo shirt going. No. Yeah. Yeah, but what, he was the angel. What happens? Angel, yeah. What happens is that we don't see the end result. Like you got to keep everything positive. So the old lady gets her car crashed, mm-hmm. but then the mechanic she yep. falls she falls in love with. Ah, I see. She's been lonely for so long, and that was the twist. That's the twist at the end. Like everyone gets their comeuppance, but then yeah. she poisons him two years later. Yep. And then it's a murder she wrote. And then he dies. And then it's a murder she wrote. Yeah, it's a murder she wrote, but he dies, and then it's like he was a prick to someone else. The butterfly effect. That's right. Mm. For every up flap, there's a down flap. (laughs) (laughs) There is. I met a girl like that once. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever happened to her? I married her. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, the Christmas season, I'm going shopping and stuff. Um, You know, it's, it's hellish. Chadston. Packed mm. man, have you been, been past that um, Apple store? Yeah, why is, is there always people there? It's like a What's disco, and it's like <laughs> it's like a it's like a microcosm of the state of society. It is, you know, yeah. you're just like, look at all you fucking suckers, <laughs> you know. Like I know, like okay, some in some respects Apple products are okay, but mostly they're not. It's it's, it's like it's the whole thing's it's a Ponzi scheme. Right, everybody in that store is there because they've got a problem, man. Not there to buy products. They're there to go. My uh, my thing won't connect to my thing. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And you, you're looking at one of these suckers right here. Guy with two thumbs. This guy. Yeah. Twenty fourth of the December. I'd gone a full year with not stepping foot into Chadston, mm. and then woke up in the morning. And the phone I'd got online. I'm sure I've talked about it in previous podcasts. Mm. I've been having nothing but phone troubles this year. Yep. I decided to buy one online. Save the price, save save some money, not go on contract. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, f- the phone wasn't working. I sent it back to the to the Chinese seller on, on eBay, and they oh. said, "No worries, just you know, we're we're all good." So just you know, here's a new phone. Oh well, you didn't send it back within thirty days. It's a twelve month warranty. So for an extra two hundred bucks, we'll send uh. you a new <laughs> new one. We won't fix your one. We'll just send you a new one. I went, all right. I'm still up. I'm still up. <laughs> from from not buying it from Optus or whatever. Okay. And wake up in the morning. It's not charging. It's 24th of December. I've and got my, to... And my bank account's empty. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I've got to go. I've got to go my to... My back the... hurts. I'm missing a kidney. <laughs> <laughs> so I've got to go to the app store. Uh, wake up at nine o'clock, go to the app store. And I'm kind of there early, but it's, it's Isn't still... is the app store on your phone? Oh, no, the fucking the, uh, mm. Apple store. Oh, the Apple store. The Apple store at Chadston. The difference a couple of letters makes. Yeah, it's a <laughs> comma. <laughs> Apple store light. Yeah, I was going to say, this guy takes his online shopping seriously. <laughs> Very seriously. Yeah. So I rock up and... It was hard to park. I found a, a, a car spot, so I, I was I was sort of locked into the whole experience of going to the mall or the shopping centre, as yep. some other people would say. And the Galleria. So I walk up to the Apple store, <laughs> and it is a sea of obviously it's red t-shirts today. Oh yeah, ever, se- ever seen that um, uh, that war movie with uh, Clint Eastwood? 
and he's the the uh, sergeant and he's the trainer. And what he does with with his platoon is, um, if they don't wear the same t shirt as he does every day, he makes them do push ups and stuff. So yeah. he'll rock up every day for it'll be a yellow t shirt, it'll be a red t shirt, and the, his squad never get the right t shirt. Anyway, so. <laughs> Anyway, it's a bit like that with the Apple Store. Okay. So you, you, it's yellow T-shirts today. If you rock up in a in a uh, green T-shirt, you, you're fired. You're fired. <laughs> you're fired. But anyway, so there's all these dudes <laughs> in red T-shirts standing around, and they're just standing around, and, the, and you're greeted by a lady or a dude. A red shirt. A red shirt. And she says, um, well, it's going to be two hours before we can take your phone. Two hours, and Aren't you an Apple fucking genius? <laughs> there's no technicians. And I, I, was, I looked over her shoulder and I was like, but there's, there's 47 40 people. people. <laughs> what, who's... This, this is what I say. It's almost a jazz ball moment. I was like, who is the technician here? She said, they're all out the back. Oh, and these no. are just... I said, so who are all these people in red T-shirts? She goes, they're the salespeople. Mm. I said, okay. Okay, well, two hours in Chadston. Well, doesn't that you go th- to show, really? You know, it's just it's, well, all, it's it. all marketing, isn't it? Your fu- your your, uh, your your business is so big, is because it's because your phones stink. Yeah, and That's the dudes out the saying. back. The dudes out the back. Um, what shirts yeah. are they? Are they? This happens with they're techno- monkeys. Technological. Okay. Well, they're white collars. White collars. So two hours walking around Chadston, trying to buy coffees. Going into JB Hi-Fi, uh, turns out vinyl is so overpriced. Isn't it? Pretty it's like rough. a Jimi yeah. Hendrix record yeah, reprint uh, is $65. Yeah. $65. <laughs> Just a bit of straight sounds. Ah. We're, oh, we got yeah. sound. we're outside. We're out, out and about. In the mall. Just bought on the spot. If I had a little violin to play while we played Jeremy's first world, <laughs> yeah. first world problems. <laughs> is that what the theme of the song? Uh, the name of the song? Yeah. Well, this, I'll, I'll cut to the chase. What happens is I, I fill in the two hours and I go back to the Apple store and I, and I see the guy and he's working through my phone. He's put all the codes in and whatnot. And as it turns out, uh, my iPhone isn't a real iPhone. It's uh, when you open it up, it's full of jelly beans <laughs> and a little cockroach <laughs> running on a treadmill to try to run the apps. Mm. And he said, no, it's a real iPhone, but it's been like... Tampered with. Seriously, he held it up to the light. He took out the SIM card and then he held it up to the light and he looked through this SIM card hole and he goes, yeah, see that light that's coming through there? That shouldn't be. That means there's a piece missing. Oh, so he goes... What? And then he does his t- tippity-typity on his computer and says, oh, this was sold in uh, Massachusetts... Uh, a year ago, mm-hmm. and or, or that's the stolen identity of this oh, okay. fake uh, jelly bean phone. Yeah, right, right. So my hot tip for this year um, is probably just go to a reputable seller. Yep. Don't go online. Mm. Buy it over here. See, and this is what the podcast is good for, mm. how things play out over... An extended period of time. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, 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 you're right. We've heard about their story about, you know, you know, winning. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Yeah. Screw the phone companies, I'm buying my phone out. That's right. We did say that. Yeah. yeah. But later in the year, that's not so much the case. Well, we're talking about winner, winner, chicken dinner. Oh, yeah. I bought the old... Uh, well, who did? I bought the old chop me out. Ooh. Oh, I thought you were going to hit a chop me out. Ah. Don't have that sound. 
Did you buy it or did Vanessa? Uh, Vanessa got it for us. Yeah. But she said, if you win, chop me out. Oh, of course. Chop me out or chop me in? Uh, Chop me into the (laughs) chop out. But that's going to be like, seriously, like if it wins $150,000, you know, it's going to be like, you know, I bought that ticket, Tim. (laughs) Well, in this, there's uh, two top prizes of $50,000. Yeah, I'd overall. say we're not going to win them both. So it's, oh, let's possibly just say not, but you never grand. know. Mm. It's a lucky star bingo. Well, while Tim's scratching away there, uh, is everyone chopped into the 30 million uh, Powerball or oh, tats for New Year's Eve? I like to. Are you oh, are? Yeah, you're, yeah. you're tapped in. No, I'm not. Okay. Oh. Uh, that, yeah, because that second sound effect was more of a no. Yeah. The first one was a yes sound effect. <laughs> yeah, no, that was just like a kachi kachi. What's your, uh, I saw a Tatsaleta ticket up on your mantelpiece here. Yeah, um, in October I got given a Powerball ticket for my birthday and it was a winner, winner chicken dinner. Oh, really? $10. 10 bucks. Division six or five or something. So you chopped yourself out on that. Did you, you haven't cashed it I in though? I haven't cashed it in, still... yeah. I just, the, I don't know. The, I like the fact that it was a winner more than the fact that I could mm. get $10 for it. Well, I'll tell you, I did myself a favor. I went into a post office, or oh, Tatsaleta. And bought myself a New Year's Eve, oh yeah, um, thirty million dollar. I like to do that just once a year. Yep. And I put it in a cart. She said, "Do you want an envelope for that?" I said, "Yes." And yep. I uh, addressed it to me from me. Oh yeah, you did the, That's like the secret. You did the Jim Carrey. Exactly. The Jim Carrey. You're the master of your uh, destiny. Yep. And if you will it enough, if you think it enough, it will come true. Yep. It's the basis of quantum mechanics. Hmm. That's of. right. That's right. Sort of. It's the secret, you know? Hmm. That's right. Well, if you don't believe it, no one else is going to. That's, that's exactly what we're talking about. I always about, worry too. with these scratchy cards that if I scratch a bit, it becomes non-valid. Oh, yeah. So, it's secret. I, like, it's, it's, there's three games on there, each star a different yeah. colour. Mm-hmm. And I think it's it says your numbers over here. So I'd scratch that to reveal my numbers, right? Yep. If they match anything in the, in the line, I get that amount. Yep, that's a good good oh. game. All right, cool. It's, good it's game. great. For, it's a good visual for an audio podcast. It is. Okay. So but I'm, it's a simple game and yeah. easy, to, easy to scratch out through the podcast. And look, we're just doing this for the fans. We want to chop out... The uh, listeners, the fan oh, I shouldn't call it fans. It's, uh, it sounds a bit wankerish, doesn't it? Absolutely, it does. <laughs> listeners. <laughs> I could only assume that people that listen to this probably, you know, marginally enjoy it to detest moments of it. Um, <laughs> I think it's a hit and miss yeah, that's scenario. Right. But, you know, you know haters going to hate. Yeah, and like I said in the start, man, we're doing this because we love doing this. We're not doing it to yep. promote our shows because we don't have any. Yep. We're not selling any T-shirts, you know. Not yet. Occasionally, we have a fake ad. Yep. Of, you know, Rudolf Bernstein. He comes in, but apart from that, we're totally uh, above board when it comes to the, the the reason for doing this podcast. Oh, that's right. There's absolutely nothing in it. This is all about the craft. <laughs> yes. All about the craft. And here we are doing a chop me out, trying to give back. Regardless of that fact. That's exactly what I'm getting to. Um, Sean enough. So, Sean enough says stuff. He doesn't say much, but when he does, it's deep. It's deep. Tim, how are we going over um, there? I'm struggling. I've realized that you shouldn't scratch him out. Oh. 
because it indicates which ones you have. But so far, we haven't got any, so I haven't no. really done it wrong in the no. big scheme mm-hmm. of things. Um, struggling for a 48 or a 52. Yep. Uh, if anybody out there's got a 48 <laughs> or a 52, we'd love to get it. Got a 55 and a 50, but... Um, Seems like high numbers. Talk amongst yep. yourselves. Well, we were. We we were. We were. Boxing Day cricket. Yeah, I, I kind of don't understand that now that they've they've moved to Channel 7. That's, you know, the that's, Aussie, that's Aussie tradition. Yeah, I noticed that. Channel 9. And oh. I've been seeing all these ads on the television saying... Um, all these Channel 7 celebrities, and I say that in a air quotes, 7 or celebrities. Um, oh, Australia loves cricket. It's all about cricket. Yep. It's, it's the nation's game. Yep. Uh, the, the pride you feel from beating India. Yeah. But it, I don't think anyone kind of feels like that. Do you watch it? Do you feel... Pro- no, absolutely not. Could you absolutely name not. one... Who's the captain? There's still big fans of cricket. You know, like it's still, I don't know. I don't know if the patriotic element's still there or not, but it's still, it, you know, like cricket's not a bad thing. You know, like... Big um, bash is good where they're hitting it over the fence and stuff. Yeah. I, I, you know, even though it, it really is, it's like it's a pretty poor celebration of like colonised countries, mm-hmm. really. Yeah. Um, Anybody that puts up with cricket was pretty much forced to it for some reason. Some <laughs> at one stage started in England, and then everyone else was yeah. sort of just had that culture forced upon them. And now they oh, well, Tim's chopped out. That's a no win on the chop me out. No win, no win. But in saying that, that culture still still unites cultures as well. How much know? longer? What are they? It does unite. I mean, it's pretty big in India. Isn't yeah, they it? love it. They love it. You know, mm. and, the, and the camaraderie between. Um, you know, the, the just previous to, settlers. What's, and, that, what's that tool called that they use to hit the ball with? It's a bat. Ah, oh, okay. Cricket bat, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, the, it's the, you know, India, there's a billion people. And so when you get a percentage of people that like cricket, you're talking about 20, 40, 50 million. I don't know how what the numbers are. Even more though. But when you're talking about it. Australia, and you're talking about 21 million now, um, percentage-wise, oh. let's just say... Mate, the money in cricket over there single-handedly destroyed the Australian cricket scene, mm-hmm. you know, or the cricket Australian cricket team, mm-hmm. you know, because they all went over there. Anyone that was any good goes over there to make the big dollars playing their 2020s and doing all that business. And, um, you know, our, our Australian cricket team is just like whoever's really not that great. Now, now right now, there's an, a massive test going on in Melbourne at the MCG between Australia and India. I okay. only know this because of the ads. Mm-hmm. Don't like tests. It's a mm. long time to be sitting out in this sun. I mean, we're, we're in... Do they get heated off? Mm. I don't think there's a... I don't think there's a union rule no. on, the, on the pitch. No. You know what I'm saying? I reckon there would be. It's, it's got to be 57 degrees on the field right now. Yeah, I mean, mad hot. Ridiculous. Oh. And they all wear those white suits, walk mm. around... It's a strange sport. Gone mad. Gone mad. I've, I've experienced Slip, a slop, slap. in syndrome and got into it from time to time. Do you want to get into a little segment I like to call uh, Keeping Cool This Summer with Jezbite? Absolutely would. Yeah, so I'm going to go a few recommendations, if you will, to how to keep you cool. Like yep. I've been trying to do all this year is like not be so mad and angry and keep cool like the Fonz would. 
So how am I yep. going to do that this next year, uh, this summer and next year? You could hit jukeboxes yep. with one hit and make e. them work again. I could. That's very Fonzie-like. Valium. Um, first tip, I'll tell you. <laughs> Is it set up an office in a toilet? In a men's <laughs> toilet? That was weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't like that uh, office space, Fonz. It's not so cool. Uh, so first tip, summer summers are getting uh, longer and hotter. And yep, uh, true, we're yeah. in one of the hottest countries in the world. So let's let's uh, keep cool. One, uh, get yourself a Holman's misting kit <laughs> from Bunno's. It retail, retails about 40 bucks, 30, 40 bucks for an, an entry-level kit. Uh, it comes with about five, five misting, uh, patented misting Set, um, settings. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's the actual. Uh, oh, the fitting. misters. The, the misters. misters. Yeah, they're they're quite good. I actually had a big misting kit and I took it back. So if you had a misting kit in here, would that affect your? Yes, it would yes. definitely. Yeah, okay, absolutely, it's water. Because there's an, a there's a um a, a bar in Brunswick that just sprays this fine mist over the dance floor. That would surely affect the. Surely. Surely affect the uh, band equipment. Yep. Mm-hmm. Would over time uh, over a large space, uh, the water va- the water droplets would get soaked up, right. and they recommend say one uh, patented misting <laughs> nozzle per meter. But I tripled up, tripled up. I tripled up. Okay, so I went right around my uh, decking, yep. uh, on the on the old uh, veranda <laughs> there or whatever. And so I've got I've got say thirty seven patented misting nozzles. Yep. So when I turn it on, shit's getting wet. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, so that's number Effective. one. What, what do you? How do you feel about the use of water? That you know it, that it is. Uh, I've watched the water meter, and it's uh, negligible. Uh, negligible. Yeah. Yeah. It's a bucket of water over four it's, hours. It's almost immediately going into the atmosphere, anyways. Yeah. yeah. The plants are soaking it up. Should be returned pretty. Rapidly. I did lose uh, defoliated. All of my tomato plants one year, and I had it. I had it going for like six, seven hours. We're out there; it was just misting away. And it, the next day, went out there. All the leaves on the tomato they plants drowned. were gone. We're gone. Oh, they drowned. So, so you got to be careful of that. It's too much moisture. Okay. Yep. Jeez. But uh, slip, slop, slap. Would say is the second tip <laughs> yep. to keep out of the heat, which is uh, the third. Very important. Oh, very important. Skin cancer is a is a major killer in Australia. Mm. And um, stay out of the heat. I don't like these people that are running on a day like this. You'll see them early morning. There's people jo- having a jog. Get amongst it. Yeah. Don't. It's going to do more damage for mm-hmm. what it's worth. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, stop running. It's <laughs> slip, slop, slap, sunscreen, whatever. Stop running. Uh, I did mention about the elderly, children, pets, bees, plants. All need a bowl of water put out for them. Yeah. <laughs> okay, and drinking yeah. a skinful near any body of water is pretty bad news not that like we're advocates like who are we to say but that is bad news you know if you've got a drinking and swimming if you're thinking of doing it this afternoon don't don't get drunk and have a swim are you talking to me because that's exactly what i was thinking of doing oh really yeah it's it's dudes it's dudes (laughs) about dudes about our age that that succumb to the drowning at this time of year because we do get uh a much much peacocking and we've got a gut full of of piss and you try to get amongst it i just want to cool down Yep. You know? You're not as fit as, and as able as he once was. Mm-hmm. And um, you've had a skinful. 
Mm-hmm. I just tried to. I've got my um, swimming. And, in, swimming in alcohol is bad news. I've got my is. notes here, and I tried to flip up with my thumb to yeah, try to oh, scroll too. through. Uh, but I the was next... reading the newspaper last week, and I tried to zoom in on a photo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what have we become? Oh, it's terrible. Uh, terrible. We're the problem. Uh, why not freeze some treats uh, in the ice cubes? Yep, and yeah. give it to the said uh, elderly. Or the pets, or even yourself. <laughs> what? Well, the, yeah, elderly. the elderly pet treats. Just yeah. ch- chuck some sultanas oh. in an ice cube. <laughs> <laughs> That's what old people like. Dates. You don't have to let them into your air-conditioned home. Just plonk some berries and some ice in their mouth and be on your way. Yeah, well, that's whatever, whatever gets you through the heat. Look, another one is... Uh, that we were talking about outside just before we started recording is the, the blow-up pool. I've oh, done yeah. this myself, um, getting a blow-up pool. Uh, it's not bad, but it kills the grass because inevitably it stays up for a month or two months. And then all your nicely uh, <coughs> shorn grass uh, is dead <laughs> yeah. underneath yeah. that now. It's blocked it out. Plus, it gets a bit pissy pool. It's sweaty pool, you know, like even with the filters and the pumps and whatever, like it's you've been it sweltering and then getting in that pool. Yeah. Uh, sweating it up. Still yeah. worth it. Still good. It's not That's bad. Good. And the number one and the final is air conditioning. Okay, it might sound silly, but if you have your own house, even if you're struggling at this time of year because Santa and all that stuff, mm-hmm. let's start thinking about next summer. So take all Invest the tips. in it. Don't wait till it gets hot. 100%. Because you can't always cross that bridge, you know, because air conditioning is not cheap and it's a pain in the ass. Buy in July. When it's cold? Buy when it's cold. Yeah, that's a, right. That's, a, that's when you're getting your discounts. But, that's right. You know, Buy a jacket now. Buy a jacket. <laughs> Jackets are cheap as chips now. And uh, that's what, what I'm saying. Buy? Get a goose-down jacket. Hey, where, can, where can you buy them, though? Anywhere. There's places it. to buy jackets. Is there? There's places that just sell jackets. Why are we on winter? I'm if, so- you want a, if you want a goose-down <laughs> jacket, you go to Kathmandu right now and you'll, get, you'll pay, uh, you'll pay uh, half correct. the price. Half the price for, for a goose-down. you'll down. pay it when you get cold. Correct. It's the same with your air conditioning. Exactly. That's why it's, that's why it's relevant, Jess. So this is, what, this is what I'll say. Like, do yourselves a favor because you've, you, you've planned for your kids' Christmas. You've spent all this money on the five meats. You've got all this wrapping. You've, done, you've spent enough money that... Over the next six months, you you could just strategically put away a hundo here, hundo there. Get yourself a good splitty, good split system air conditioner. Now, for you punters that are renters, I haven't haven't not thought about you guys. Don't be a tight ass. Do what Sean Enough has done. He's got some stuff. Sean Enough's got some stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Should I? He's got himself a little portable. There portable. Is. So these aren't You can the hear bees it now knees. in the background. They're not the bees knees, but they'll but make a But it gets you through the night. And it's whisper quiet. <laughs> <laughs> See? Yeah, and that's an old school one. I've, I've actually got that second hand um, just to do the trick. And it's still doing its job. But you would notice that it has an exhaust uh, hose that comes out the back. Um, yeah, that goes out the window. Six and a half inches in diameter. <laughs> yeah. and, um, How do you know it's six and a half inches in diameter? <laughs> you oh, measure it. Uh, tradey, tradey by trade. Oh yeah, um, you know, and that's that just looks like that's the. Uh, what yeah. do you reckon? I'm I'm willing to put a bit of money. It's on the it. hey, it's the well, out. It's, it's the alfoil. It's the out pipe, oh, not the in pipe. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> right. right. That's the, what I'm saying. The, the out pipe on the exhaust. 
the the amount of heat that comes out the back of one of those units almost makes the amount of cold that comes out the front negligible. <laughs> now, do you think the uh, regular everyday cooking foil will actually insulate the tube? Nah, desperate times, <laughs> desperate, desperate measures. I need a little bit of duct hose there. Okay. But, uh, you know, and actually I think it did help a little bit. Okay. Oh, no, that was good. Like, you'd uh, had that cranking before we started recording. We obviously had to turn it off for... Uh, audio quality. Yeah, if you do care about our listeners, if you are in a studio environment and you're thinking about your cooling options, think about a split system. Mm. Um, yeah, where the, the the pump element isn't in the room. Yeah, yeah, that's right. You have a vent system where it, it vents in from another room. The noise is happening in another room. Yeah, yeah. Well, this is what I'd say is like we we live in Australia. It's the lucky country which was uh, you know drilled into us. And now, lucky for some. Lucky for some, but this is what I'll say. We're, we're all in a position in this country to own our own air conditioning unit. This is what I'm saying. Is that, is that what you're saying? This is what I'm saying. Is this, is this like a, I don't know, one of them disconnected Malcolm Turnbull <laughs> moments? You know, yeah, where, yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I do not understand why everybody does not have an air conditioner and eats cake at for every yes. meal. Cake <laughs> for everybody. Everybody eats cake. Anyway, yeah. that's, that's my rant. And I'll tell you this much. This year, uh, there's going to be no more talk of Christmas. We've done four episodes about Christmas. And, really? Uh, moving forward. Four, something like that. Moving forward, next year, we'll probably cut down our Christmas season on the Escape Pod to a two-week window. <laughs> so you don't get to... Because if you're not into Christmas, it can be very yeah. heavy this time of year. You know what I'm mm. saying, boys? Mm. And so maybe yeah. putting it up in everyone's face, I've got an air conditioner. And I've got Christmas and family to go to. That's Let's just right. do a smaller window of shooting into a, six weeks of Christmas talk. A podcast <laughs> called The Escape Pod. You probably want to escape from, yeah. from Christmas. That's right. Relevant. So f- this is from me to you, the listener, Jezbot. Next week, there'll be... Zero talk of Christmas, Santa, <laughs> uh, Christmas presents, wrapping paper. It's going to be a 100% fresh start. Mm. Mm, which is... Mm, mm. Do you smell that I'd, coming up? I think it smells that, like... It does smell like that uh, outro music. It does. smells like burning. What is that? What is that <laughs> smell? Mm. Santa Claus stuck in your crawl space. <laughs> uh, well, on uh, behalf of uh, Turnstile Records Presents, the Escape Pods, we'd like to thank you for listening to another episode. And uh, we'll see you next time in the pod. I'm Tim Taco. Yes, and I think it will be another one this year, hopefully. But if we don't see you before the New Year's, enjoy it and stay safe. And thank you for listening all year. We do appreciate the listenership. And uh, keep sharing, saving, and passing. Who are you? I'm just Who are you? You're sure enough. As you're Timmy Taco. <laughs> I'm just Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thank you.